episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Dave Keene. This is a, pod, a podcast of Park Baptist Church uh, to help us get to know uh, one another. And today I'm here with uh, Casey Howe. Casey, good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are we doing today? Good. Well, first, why don't you just kind of maybe share a little bit about uh, where you're from and what brought you to Rock Hill. Okay. Yes, so I'm originally from Greenville, South Carolina. I um, lived there my entire life. I came to Rock Hill um, for school. I go to Winthrop University. I'm a junior. What are you studying? Um, finance and Spanish. Finance and Spanish. Yes. Double trouble. Yeah. Um, well, you are a believer in Christ, yes. right? How did uh, you become a Christian? Huh? What, what, what are the circumstances the Lord used to draw you to himself? So growing up, I didn't ever know the name of Jesus. My parents were not religious. Um, I kind of knew... Um, about like God. I knew there was some type of higher power. Like I always believed that just by hearing God in the Bible Belt, I guess, but never really knew anything more than that. My parents were very against Christianity and religion, so they kind of would always make it negative in my eyes, so I would kind of like be against it. But there was something in me that always wanted to like know more and learn more. Um, I would say when I was like 16, maybe 17, I kind of, I was in high school, and so I kind of wanted to find out more so I would always ask my parents for Bibles they would always say no let me go to church no and so my mom worked at a hotel at the time I would help her do like storage closet stuff and they had a ton of extra Bibles so I took one one day and I had it to kind of use I kept it in my bed never used it really um but I had it for whenever I was like okay I'm gonna read the Bible um one night um around the age of 17 there was a really bad storm. Don't like storms. Um, it was just really scary. It was supposed to get a tornado, really bad stuff. Um, I ended up praying, which I had never done before. I took the Bible that was under my pillow, like grabbed and um, hugged it and just kind of prayed and just was like, God, let the storm pass. Like, let us be okay. The tornado go around us. Like, whatever happens, just keep us safe. Um, and then I just kind of like, I said amen. The rain stopped and it just kind of like, shook me I guess like I was kind of blown away and that's kind of where I was like okay God definitely exists I didn't really know more than that but I was like this is not it cannot just be a coincidence um and so after that I kind of was a little more um apt to like read the Bible so on Sundays I would go to the library and just read the Bible for most of the afternoon but still really confusing started at the beginning didn't get super far into it um that usually happens yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but I did try um And so I just had that kind of in my mind, and I would say I was a Christian because of this experience, but still didn't know what that meant. Came to college, got involved with BCM towards the end of my um, first semester, but I also was doing all this stuff that wasn't the path that I should have probably been taking since I wanted to learn more. But BCM really was like the first time I heard the gospel um, during my second semester of um, uh, my freshman year. I did BCM Summer Missions, and that's where I really just felt convicted and realized I wasn't living as a Christian of what I was saying I was. Okay. Yeah. And you um, eventually came to Park Baptist Church. Yes. Right? So maybe kind of explain a little bit how the Lord brought you to Park. Okay. So I came one time that same semester I got saved um, when... Moses was preaching at a night um, service, and I came for Good Friday with one of my friends. So I kind of, like, knew about Park and how they had good teaching and stuff like that, but was still going to a different church. Um, Came over the summer a couple times, and then 
um, during my sophomore year, when we first got came back to school, I went to park again. So I'd gone like maybe four times, five times. Um, and Dave kind of walked up to me and was like, hey, like, are you coming and visiting? Or like, are you going to join? Like, what's going on? And I was like, no, I'm just checking it out. Like, kind of like my other church, but I like this one too. So I'm just filling it out. I was like, I'm probably going to like switch between, you know, it's cool. Um, and Dave was like, uh, I don't think so. You should um, commit to a body. And he was like, even if that's not my body, like, I want you to be committed to your other church and you should join. And so, like, that kind of hit me really hard the next day. I, like, talked to some of my mentors, and they were like, yeah, like, he's right. <laughs> and so I um, texted the pastor for other church and said that I was no longer going there, and I texted Dave and said that I would be attending Park only. And that was one of the best texts I've, I've received, <laughs> you know. Um, and that just really is true. We, we as, a, as a church, we know that we don't uh, own the truth. God mm-hmm. does, and there are lots of great churches in our city and lots of great churches in the world, mm-hmm. so... We just want to be one good reflection uh, of Christ, and uh, it's important for any of us to kind of plug in in, in a local body, and you really have plugged in at yeah. the Park Baptist <laughs> Church. Uh, you've been a member there for several years now, and uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, your first experience at Park, that first time mm-hmm. when you kind of joined, and, you know, how, how, how did the Lord kind of use the, you know, the traditional awkward yeah. hand-holding <laughs> to, yeah. to, to encourage you? Yeah, so at first it was just kind of scary because there were so many people, um, and so many people knew each other. They loved each other. Like it was so, everyone was so close to each other. So it was kind of weird coming in on the outside and knowing the college students, but not being like I guess because I wasn't a member, I wasn't a part of the body. Um, but everyone just you can just tell that there's some kind of connection between everyone in the body, which is really cool. Um, but as I got to know people, even before becoming a member, people that were older than me, younger than me, like kids were um, reaching out to me, trying to get to know me and like bring me into the body. So it was cool to see um, like people caring, even if I'm not a member. And so that kind of made me want to be a member and also do that kind of thing. Um, yeah. What was the rest of your question? <laughs> well, and then, and then you kind of like got really connected. Yes. Uh, with, um, uh, especially with, I think probably Generation Link is when you yeah. kind of turned the corner. Um, I think it was like the mission trip and we went to Michigan. Oh yeah. The mission yeah. Trip to and Michigan. so I don't know, I just really wanted to serve and I was going to do BC missions, but I was like, I've already done that. Why don't I try something new? And so I did, um, the spring great mission trip to Michigan through park and I just really loved it. Got closer to college students and a couple other people that went, um, and then I guess that just sparked me wanting to serve the body more and just serve, I guess, different churches in different areas. Um, so then for the summer, I definitely want to do Generation Link um, and just learn more because I haven't had that opportunity before. And so that allowed me to get to know families, get to know um, other college students and like and God's Word at the same time. So, so tell me a little bit about Generation Link for those who aren't mm-hmm. here. It's a, it's a summer program, but what do you typically do during the summer? Yeah, so you have, it's only during the evening, so you can do other jobs and stuff, but you basically have dinners with um, families from the church, and they just kind of, you get to know them, you get to hear their testimonies, um, sometimes they have devotions and help um, see how you're doing in your walk, and just like learn about you also, and then we also have books that we read every week, um, they're really short books, and they're on certain issues in the church, like baptism, Lord's Supper, prayer, stuff like that, and you just learn so much in a short amount of time, really. Um, and usually an 
either Dave or like Grant or someone from the church would lead a discussion on that and we'd all just talk about what we read and then we'd also have a service day every other week, weekly, something like that. That's great. Well, if you are interested in learning more about Generation Link, if you're um, a college student or a young professional, please uh, come and uh, talk to me or, or Casey. I'm sure that you mm-hmm. tell you, you would commend doing yes, Generation Link. Yes, I would. <laughs> Definitely um, recommend it. Well, you went to uh, Boston on a summer a mission yeah. trip, and then you went back and yes. served uh, again with Beacon Community Church. Yes. Uh, why did you want to go back? So um, during the week when we went as a group, I just really enjoyed my um, time there and just serving the church and the people there, and I just... I don't know. I felt like I was talking to other people that were going. I was like, we should extend this. Like, this was so short. And no one felt the same way I did, sadly. And so I was like, what? How? I'm literally not done. I have so much energy to do so much more. And so I just felt like God was saying, like, this is not the end for you. Like, you need to come back and do more, like, reach out more and stuff like that. So I um, talked to Dave, talked to Ellen, and um, they helped me connect to Dane and um, Dylan um, at the church up there. And... I got to go back for almost two weeks at the end of the summer. Amen. Well, the Lord has kind of given you a spirit to serve. Uh, you yes. serve our body uh, in, in a new number of ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the plan, Lord willing, if yes. this things uh, this virus dies down, yes. you plan on going where this summer? Spain. And uh, work with one of our church partner partners, uh, Peter McMillan, and his church there, who, mm-hmm. if you remember, those who at the church came uh, one Wednesday evening uh, and shared. So we, we, yes. we really hope, uh, by yes. God's grace, <laughs> that all this stuff ends and you can be able to do that summer trip. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about, you know, uh, obviously, when you did Generation Link, you kind of mm-hmm. moved into the Keene household mm-hmm. for the summer and kind of became part of our, our family. Yes. Just how was that experience kind of, kind of being brought into, a, a, mm-hmm. you know, a member's house and just kind of living yeah. with them? It's been super awesome because, like, it's different. Like, I've never really, other than, like, roommates, really, I haven't lived with Christians. So it's kind of cool to see a dynamic from a secular household to a Christian household. And, like, you have um, devotions. Like, people are trying to lead you to Christ and everything you do. And, like, I guess it's just, just a different type of feel because you have, like, you have higher expectations, I feel like, and people pointing you to how you should live as a Christian, which is super cool. One of the, the conversations I had with uh, Dylan Colley from Beacon mm-hmm. Community Church, I actually had it with him this morning, uh, about the how the church is a family, right? Mm-hmm. And how you really are brothers and sisters, you have spiritual fathers yes. and spiritual daughters, and we look at you as a spiritual member yeah. of our family. You've been uh, a huge blessing and uh, a role model for the kids. Um, uh, outside of family, you know, we really want to, to be a church that reaches the lost mm-hmm. and reaches especially uh, college students. God mm-hmm. has kind of given us a unique uh, opportunity to, to reach the students at Winthrop, but of course that you're a part of. Um, yes. You're on our college lead team, yes. right? So tell me, what is uh, Park Baptist Church college lead team? <laughs> so we just kind of help um, our college ministry run and grow it. Um, we check in on college students, make sure they're doing okay. If we're kind of worried about them, we'll pray for them, reach out to them. Um, we definitely try to make relationships between different college students and not just lead team and the college students. Um, we do a lot of organized events for outreach to um, non-believers at Winthrop or people that, um, I guess, we don't know where they are in their faith. And then also... We do like um, little events for people that are members or going to park so they can kind of get to know the rest of college students. That's great. And our college team is about what, seven folks now. And mm-hmm. uh, it's been a wonderful blessing to be able to, to serve those college students and reach out. And as a college student, um, what do you think most college students um, need most uh, for mm-hmm. their growth in Christ? Hmm. I think 
I guess just sometimes, so I do um, this thing called FYE at Winthrop where I do a lot of like stuff first, with first, first year students. Yeah. yeah. Um, so a lot of times we're asked that same question, um, not religion based, but like on what, what is the need of them? And I, and it's always like, they need to feel like they're being cared for, feel like they're being loved and know that there's someone who can help them um, through anything and has been in their place. And so I feel like that's the same for Christians. Like they want someone who will care for them and truly love them, not be like fake and just because they want, like they'll gain something for it or like the Jesus card, quote unquote. Um, They want someone who will truly care for them. Yeah. And uh, when you, if you are a college student looking for a way to kind of find all those things, I think obviously the best place to find that is in a a local body, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Believers who who are going to make you feel loved, make you feel valuable, make you feel Mm -hmm. something that you you have to talk to. Uh, That's wonderful. Um, Well, what else... um, uh, is exciting kind of going on in, in obviously right now there's nothing really happening. Yeah. Right? How, how are you processing, you know, everything happening with this virus yeah. and kind of your year kind of being mm-hmm. halted? It's just kind of hard. So, sometimes it's easier than other times, but it's just a big change. Cause you're going from school, like super organized classes, like times of, um, doing homework, times of doing work, school, and now it's kind of like, okay, you have nothing, but you still have to do this stuff, and so it's kind of like chaotic, and sometimes you're like, oh my god, oh my goodness, I never, I forgot to do this, but it's like kind of everything's on you now, instead of like your teachers, like you can talk to them, you have other students and people in your class you can like do study groups and stuff with, it's kind of like all on your, on yourself, so it's a lot of, um, time management, which I'm not super bad at, um, so, but I know a lot of people really struggle in that way, but, um, it's just kind of getting in the groove of things and knowing like, okay, I have all this to do. When can I do it? Let's not have all these distractions. Cause being at home or being with friends and family, like it's a lot harder to stay on top of schoolwork than when you're in your dorm or on campus. So, yeah, it was, uh, uh interesting, uh, you know, you staying here over the summer without yes. any college class and then yes. you staying here now yep. with college. Mm-hmm the kids have less time with Casey. Yes. They're a little, bit, uh, a little bit harder to say no to them. So, mm-hmm. um, well, is there anything specific we could be praying uh, for you about? My trip, obviously, and hopefully that I'll go on it, but whatever um, the Lord wills. And then um, alternative plans if that doesn't happen and kind of guidance on this summer and then next fall if, like, things will be affected next fall because that's really hard also because it will be my senior year. Yeah, lots of things up in the air. Mm -hmm. Let's pray for you. Uh, Father, we do thank you so much for Casey and her life. Father, we pray that you would give her wisdom during this season to balance her schedule and her time and make sure she's disciplined with her classes. We pray, God, that you'd make her uh, fruitful there. Uh, We also pray, God, for um, her travels this summer. We do pray that you would stop this virus for for many reasons, but uh, for opportunities for summer uh, missions. Uh, We pray that's such a huge opportunity for college students to to get experience on the mission field, God, and uh, serving with one of our church partners in Spain. We pray, God, that this opportunity would would be open. Um, But if not, God, I pray that you'd give her... um, opportunity this summer just to grow more in you. Uh, we also just pray for all our college students as they think about uh, the end of this year and next year, God, we pray that you would uh, work things out uh, for your good purposes uh, in our life. So Father, we thank you for this time and we thank you for how you've used Casey in life of our body. We pray that you continue to do so and you use our body to encourage uh, her in her walk with Christ. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.